You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I'm your host, Andrea McCallum. I am an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. And today we have a special treat. I'm really excited. We have Joanna Durkin from the Spiritual Soul Discovery podcast here. Welcome, Joanna. Thanks, Andrea. I'm excited to be here. I'm really excited to have a conversation with someone else about spirit crumbs because I haven't had one in a while (laughs) since I was on your podcast. I know it's my favorite topic. I love talking about spirit crumbs. I love your term spirit crumbs. It applies to so many things and I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, it's super exciting. I've had some really dark episodes lately, so I think this will be really (laughs) fun to kind of lighten the mood again. I'm going to be doing a, a few more of these interviews more often because I feel like it helps listeners find what their spirit crumbs might be and maybe they're missing them because they don't realize how easy um, they can be or how quick they are to miss. So true, because they can be just everyday things. And and the more energy that you recognize with it, the more that it seems to show up. So it's always good to recognize the spirit crumbs when they're in your life. Yeah, definitely. And I know you are someone like me who really gets excited about them and finds them magical and (laughs) probably seems a little (laughs) bit extreme to other people, the things that we consider spirit crumbs. Totally. It's that's true. (laughs) (laughs) And what I was thinking about was how when we're talking about this, how they can be everyday things. It also, for things that come up from spirit crumbs, sometimes there's something really big and it might take longer. And that's why we kind of stop paying attention to them because we get tired of waiting. Or sometimes it's something that comes so fast that we're like, how did this all come together? Um, I don't know if you experienced that as well. I was wondering if you had any that were like really big long-term ones, because I think that's what people struggle with the most is sticking with the crumbs to get there. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I've had a couple of long-term ones, but one that sticks out for me was, um, back in, I don't know, let's just say five years ago ish, my husband and I kind of had the, the urge to relocate and like move. And it kind of was like this, like, again, spirit crumb kind of just planted like this intention, just kind of planted desire and thinking like, well, I don't know, we're kind of, we're fine here. But it just kind of like, it was just planted. And then um, time went on and we just started feeling that nudge to to move. And we heard from a fellow, like a previous coworker that my husband used to work with. And he moved over, we were in Ontario and he moved all the way out to Alberta. And um, he's like, you should, you guys should come out here. It's really great. And I laugh. I'm like, I am not moving somewhere colder. I mean, initially that was just like, (laughs) no, 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 no. But again, it's like for him to reach out and just kind of say that it was very random. So for me, it was kind of like, okay, let me just, I'm a type A. So I'm like, let me just kind of logically like take this off the list of possibility and just like prove to myself that that's not where we want to go. And so it kind of like, it just kind of nudged me to look up the town and look up the area. And 
I have to say, like the more that I looked into it, I've never visited there before, but the more I looked into <laughs> it, the more I was like, this seems like a really nice place. It's so like harder to hate it once you start looking. <laughs> well, that's it. And it's like those little nudges, those little spirit crumbs to like, just, just think of doing this. It's like that, those thoughts that are kind of implanted in you to like, just just try this. Okay, whatever. And then, um, and the funny thing is, is that I had probably a year or so before made a list and I did the, this is where, this is like where I want to, how I want to feel in where I live. Mm. And that sense of like, I want to live by water. That was really important. Um, I wanted it to be a warm climate that was there too. Um, I wanted to have like more financial freedom. I wanted to be in a place that wasn't so busy, like the GTA it wasn't yeah, so financially yeah. like straining, um, just things like that. Like I wanted a place where our family could thrive and like, we would love our neighbors, love our community, like all of those things. And as I was researching, like before we even really discussed it, I was like, this place looks really nice. And it's on a lake. <laughs> like oh, we wow. live, it's like <laughs> the town is called Sylvan Lake. And um, I thought, well, I mean, everything here besides a warmer climate, everything else that is more important was there on the list. And it was like, okay, it just made me think. It made me start the wheels returning. And my husband's like, well, I'll just go for the interview. Like he did a couple of interviews. They asked him to come out to, to like see the town and meet the people and like have a, a person in-person interview. And we're just like, well, it's a free trip. Go ahead. Like, yeah, why right? not? Yeah. <laughs> why not? And so again, it was like, okay. And so he got there and he really, he's like, it's so beautiful here. <laughs> it's like, we were kind of like, we were still on the, I don't think I want to move to Alberta. Like yeah. that was never in the plan. But again, like you just have to listen to those nudges and those little crumbs that they keep leaving. Like it just, he left there with a really good feeling. He really enjoyed his time. It was nice seeing his friend again, who he reconnected with that moved out here and worked for the same, um, like it, the town, the same as him. And, um, and so when he came home, it was like, we kind of, made like it just seemed right like it wow. just seemed like without me even having visited it it just seemed to align with exactly what we were looking for in terms of a fresh start and all of those things that we wanted in where we lived and um I, he went for the interview like mid-november by December 1st, we listed our house. Wow. It sold within 24 to 48 hours. And, and again, December, Christmas yeah, time usually isn't crazy. the best time to be listing your house. Yeah. And we were moved out and on a plane to Alberta, January 7th. Wow. That's incredible. That's, it's funny how you said like you planted the seeds so long before that, but then mm -hmm. once you get the right thing, it just all falls into place. Yes. And that's the thing, like aligning what you want. And it's like, not decide, like I would have never chosen central Alberta <laughs> as my dream destination <laughs> for where we live, but I aligned what I wanted out of where we live the, by water, by, like the community, financial, more 
financial freedom because it's not as expensive out here. You can get more bang for your buck. Like those types of feelings and whatever that means for you. And then allow it to like simmer, allow it to like, just be a part of your train of thought. Like that's what I want. And then when the opportunities are start being aligned with what you're desiring, then it's, it really does become a very easy and light decision. And I always, and I knew it was the right one when we made it, even though it was so big because we had two small kids at the time, nine and seven years old. We were leaving halfway through the school year. We were leaving halfway through hockey season. And for hockey parents, you know, that's (laughs) not the best time to be leaving um, your hockey team when you're playing competitive hockey. Wow. Um, And so we were pulling them away from all of that. And now they were young enough that the move wasn't too bad on them, but um, it wasn't like, you know, easy. It wasn't an easy decision in terms of like the whole family unit. Yeah. Um, moving everything, like packing everything up. <laughs> and besides that, we had just moved into our dream home two years before that. <laughs> oh, wow. So we were leaving behind this like, you know, faded dream of we still love the home, but that a home is just, it's just a house. Yeah. Um, it it wasn't lifestyle. kind of, that's right. Like the lifestyle was more important. And, um, and then like, you know, in terms of like selling the house was easy finding movers that was reasonable, like was easy. Um, And then moving somewhere we'd never been before, we ended up deciding to build a home in Sylvan Lake. And that meant we would be homeless (laughs) until it was built until the summertime. So we actually ended up moving into a very small, like thousand foot uh, townhouse (laughs) um, with two bedrooms. And we had to like put all of our stuff in storage and live like that for like eight months. Wow. (laughs) And, but yet when we got here, we like couldn't have felt better about our decision. It just, we were so excited and we were so happy and everything just kind of fell into place as, as it does when you are kind of walking towards that aligned desire. Yeah. I love that so much. And I think that's such a great example because you did exactly like what I try to do, where you decide on the feeling, you decide why you want to be doing it and like what your reasoning is. And then mm-hmm. the spirit crumbs are what show up to show you how, or like yes. what the answer is. They're like to lead you. And like, it's in a lot of different books where they talk about how the universe provides like the how and the, right. like what, and you're That's just supposed so to be true. like, this is how I want to feel. Like I have mm-hmm. talked about this on my podcast before where even when I went back to school, it wasn't like I was, I decided I want to go back to school and then did it. I was like, I don't want to do this job that I'm in anymore. I want to change. And then the spirit crumbs showed up. And so it's the same thing. It's a big decision. It's a huge decision, but when you know, it's the right thing and it aligns with how you want to feel. And you're like, this is the answer to how I can feel this way. It kind of is something where it's a no brainer, even though it can be a really big, like turning your life upside down thing. I'm very familiar. I think we have similar energy in that way where like, Mm -hmm. as soon as it's like, you feel good about it, then you're like, yes, okay, I'm going to do this. And if it doesn't work out, I'll choose another thing. (laughs) And it just goes to show like paying attention to your thoughts is really important because my, my first thought was where can we move this warmer? That was Joanna's (laughs) thought, right? That was like a 
top number one on the list. And that's my ego telling me like what's most important. Whereas mm -hmm. my thoughts and my feelings were pulling me to a town I've never been to that was not in a warmer climate. I mean, it's really not too bad from where we lived, but it wasn't warmer. That's for sure. <laughs> and, but you kind of have, you have to listen to that voice that's offering a suggestion that is outside of, let's just say your conscious bubble. Yeah. Because definitely. those are the suggestions that are those spirit crumbs that are being inspired by your desire. Yes. And that's what's, that's really part of the trick of really hearing those spirit crumbs is listening to that voice. Definitely. And I think you're right. I think it is something where like you have the example of that you had just moved into like your dream home. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that like, you were like, okay, that was my dream home, but I'm still not feeling the way that I want to be feeling. So it shows you that it's okay to like, like I said, if something's not exactly right the first time you yeah. still know like that you're close and then you're like, okay, then the next thing's got to be amazing. If I already got this, then Absolutely. like the next step has to be like 10 times better. So if it isn't exactly what you had in mind again, you're like, worst case scenario, I'm still going to feel pretty good. And then I'll just keep moving up. So I think that's a really good way to look at it is like paying yeah. attention to like how you feel with those thoughts when, as they're yeah. coming up. Feeling is key. It really is. It will tell you more than your mind's going to tell you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I like how like that was a really good long term example. And then I think for some of our impatient listeners, it might be nice to hear like a story about how you <laughs> had something come a little bit faster. Just if you have. Yes. Okay. That. This, <laughs> this is a, a story I told on my podcast. So this really blew my mind away. Um, so my kids currently are 13 and 11. And about a year ago, I started, I mean, I, you know, as a mom, especially in this day and age in 2021, raising kids is just different. And it's like, I want to help my kids. My kids are well-adjusted. They're good kids. They're doing great in school. But it's that element of like, how do I help them grow when there's so much you know, information available um, to them on the internet, you know, they sit, they sit in front of phones or iPads. And it's like, yeah. how do I reach them? Like, how do I help them, you know, grow into these kids and like keep growing and become like, you know, solid people when yeah. they're older, yeah. if you know what I mean? So yeah. And like, I just saw them struggling with like, you know, stuff like emotional stuff, like, you know, kids and adolescents, it's like up oh, and yeah. down. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're a boy or girl, it's like no. that up and down. And, and as a parent, like, how do I help them the best way? Right. Besides being for them and talking to them, but I just kept feeling like, I just kind of, in, in a way, like kept praying, I kept praying for help. Like, how can I help them more? Um, how can I, help them be resilient and mm, yeah. be assertive and just be the, be kids that can like, just keep being that resilient um, way because it's really important in these times. And then, so that's just kind of the prayer that would kind of go in my head. And that was just like um, on and off, like that was just kind of thing. And then I just kind of really started thinking about it. Like, how can I help them more? Like, what should I do more for them in terms of emotional support? And um and then I felt the answer coming through as getting a dog. 
Oh, wow. Now, background about me. I'm not a fan of dogs. Like they're not <laughs> like, I don't, I didn't I'm have not one either. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't have one growing up and like, I have nothing against dogs at no. all. But like, when you don't grow up with a dog, it's, it's just a different vibe, right? Like I, I just didn't grow up with a dog. And so I didn't really have a desire to have one. And, um, and I knew that I would be the one taking care of it. Oh, for <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. That's just what happened. So it was like, it's not that I, it's just like, I, I didn't want the extra responsibility. <laughs> Two boys what? is enough. <laughs> Two boys is enough. Yeah. So, um, so I, I started feeling this need, like the dog, a dog would help a dog is that emotional support <laughs> to like balance out those emotions and like yeah. bring out more empathy in them. And not that they're not empathetic, but like, you know, as boys, like they try to be tough and it's like to have that soft side come out in them, like a baby sister would or something yeah. like that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just for um, sure. And with all this male energy, it's just like that softer side. And I started feeling this like very big pull to get a dog. And I knew it wasn't my thought because <laughs> that was not a, a solution on my list. And, uh, and I had this, I had that feeling kind of going for about two months. Like it was like a solid two months of that's the voice I kept hearing. And I was like, and then when I finally allowed myself to consider the idea of like allowing that to be a solution, it it's like all, it's like cards, like falling over, you know, <laughs> if you stack cards and they just all fell over, yeah. like our dominoes falling over, it's like everything just fell into place. And it couldn't have been more clear that that was the answer to my prayer, my desire. Like that was the spirit crumb telling me, yeah, that's, that's the best thing you could do. And so I got to the point pretty quickly that that was going to be a reality and that that's something that I, we should do for the kids. Like now I'll say on the side, they had been asking for a dog for years. Yeah, of course. Um, it was always a, a hell, heck no, hell yeah, no. Not happening. But, yeah. But um, when I mentioned it to my husband, he had to sit down because he <laughs> He couldn't believe like it that I warned me that it was this big. He's like, what? How did you get here? Like, <laughs> um, so I explained to him and he's like, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what they need. Um, are you sure? And I was like, well, I'm not, but I know that that is exactly what the answer is and I'll have to adapt. Um, I just feel like very strongly that that's the case. So I didn't know anything about dogs and I, and we told the kids and they were like, bouncing off walls. Of I mean, course, they were so yeah. excited. We kind of narrowed down to like what type of dog we all wanted, which was like a small, cute dog. And I had no idea even where to start, um, like looking for a dog. So yeah. I just asked some friends. I looked on Kijiji, looked at breeders. Long story short, it was very hard to, it was in the middle of COVID. So yeah. like everyone knows it was everybody got a dog during COVID yeah. and wiped uh, out. <laughs> yeah, wiped out. There's nothing available. They're all, even if they were very expensive. Yeah. And, um, I went on Kijiji within well, like, this was within 24 hours of us, like deciding, okay, this is what we're going to do. Deciding what dog we were going to get everyone agreeing. Um, I went on Kijiji because there was nothing there. I set an alert on Kijiji to say like puppies in our area, um, like somewhat vicinity. And, um, I think I put in like Shih Tzu, um, like, like a couple of the smaller dogs. 
versions. And I just thought, okay, well, someone listened on Kijiji, it will tell me right away that where yeah. I don't have to check every day. I kid you not. The next morning I had an oh alert gosh. that there was a litter of five Shih Tzu uh, Bichon um, dogs Wow, were available. I texted her right away. I was fifth in line. So I was in line to get a puppy. By the end of the day, she confirmed that which puppy was ours. And I couldn't believe it. Like I, I couldn't like, it was like, I, we made the decision. I vocalized the decision. I accepted the decision Yeah, and it happened instantly. Like I couldn't have it was like they had a lot. It's like the universe had aligned everything for yeah. me and they were just waiting for me to say, okay, fine. <laughs> All right. I <laughs> like, guess we're getting a dog. We're getting a dog. And it's like, it happened like, like it was magic. It was that is magic. And he I love that. He has this, this dog has been such a blessing. If I, you know, needless to say, it's been, he's been such a blessing. He's so like he's added so much love to the family and the boys like play with him. They're happy to do chores, like still like wow. nine months later, still happy to do the chores. He it has been such a blessing. And I can't imagine having not even chosen this route, right? Like I love the dog. I would have never thought I would say that, but I like <laughs> am in love with this dog. He's the cutest thing ever. He's just added so much love and just, just lightness to the family. Like it's fun. It's like joyful in the house, you know, cause there's always someone greeting you when you come home. It's that is so fun. nice. Especially during yeah. COVID when everyone's mm-hmm. kind of, I think that's why everyone, like you said, is getting a dog. Cause everyone needs that like constant unconditional love and joy just to be there. Yeah. And like, I totally see that. And I think too, because you were saying like, when you first moved, your kids were so young, they mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have taken care of the dog and it would have been on you. And now that they're, you know, a little bit older, I think yeah. you're right that that's why you were getting the thought at that time. Cause it was like the right time for, I truly for your family. believe that. I tr- and I, that's the thing, like you, it doesn't have to take years. You set the intention and the desire for what you want help with Mm -hmm. and then just allow it to like simmer into your subconscious and you'll feel where you're being pulled to. And for me, it took like, I mean, I, I started the intention a year ago, but I really started hearing those thoughts like within two months. And then I acted on it within that time. And it, on it, but but when I really accepted the thought, yeah, it yeah. was instant, like <laughs> yeah. instant. It was, it's really crazy. You just have to notice what you're being like, what's downloading in your brain because yeah. that wasn't yeah. my thought to get a dog. That was no. not my solution. <laughs> and I think that's like a good example of like being able to tell the difference. And I know we talk about mm-hmm. this in our um, uh, psychic and mediumship development group a lot about how you have to be able to determine like when you're receiving something versus just your own thoughts and that's a really key thing is like when it's not something you would ever intentionally think about and it's just there and those yeah. are the things where you're like what why am I thinking about this but then you actually have to follow that thought like you have to if you think this isn't my thought think what could this be telling me and then think about what you've been asking for that's the thing, right? You have to be like, what could this That's be right. an answer to? Like, it must be something. Um, yes. 
And I think that that's such a good example because like you said, you kind of tried to ignore it for a while, but as soon as you were like, okay, show me what this is like going to be if I like accept this and then it happens right away. I think I that's so, so it's, cool. Sometimes you just have to stop fighting the current. Like, <laughs> exactly. And a lot of people, and I get that it's very hard to discern. Like yes. I totally get yes. that. But the more that you consciously attempt to discern, the easier it starts to get because I understand it. Like I've been practicing it for a while. So it, it sounds really easy when I'm saying it. Oh, well, yeah, I just lean into it. Well, that takes time and it takes practice to get to that point. But it's just like being conscious of your thoughts and leaning into yeah. it because it, it's all aligned for you. It is all available for you. You just have to get into the flow of being downstream instead of trying to swim upstream. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's why it's it's important for me to have different people on because maybe my particular examples don't resonate with some people, but then like yours might, because somebody might resonate right. with like, oh, I've had something like that happen where I've just felt like moving or like, I felt like I needed to do something that didn't make sense to me at the time. Yes. So I think it's really great um, that you're able to share those examples. Um, and I think, like I said, in our initiation circle group, we talk about all this stuff all the time. So we're so used to it that it's just like, second nature to us and then you talk to so someone cute. else and they're like what are you talking about this is very out there yeah I know <laughs> and I really want it to be more just normal talk because it's not woo wooey it's not like out there this is it, it, you might not recognize it as a spirit crumb but it's yeah. something you're doing your instincts are telling you to follow this or follow that or talk to this person or whatever and like that's that's your internal guidance system speaking to you to help you stay aligned and find that flow. Exactly. And I think yeah. that's like where, like, because you and I do that, it's like, we want other people to do it. So you just like share it. You're like, just do it. Just listen to your like spirit crumbs, follow your intuition. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, I really, I really appreciate you sharing those stories because they're very different from the stories that I have shared. And I think that that will be super helpful. Awesome. And then, and then talking about intuition, I know because I just said we're both in the same initiation circle. I know you're uh, practicing medium and you have a lot of other uh, things going on. And I'd love for you to let my listeners know what they could uh, contact you or um, go on to your yeah. website or Instagram to find. Yes. So I'm just putting together some spiritual coaching sessions um, and packages. So stay tuned for that. You can check out spiritualsouldiscovery.com. I'm going to have them listed there. And I'm actually creating a quiz right now that by the time this airs, will be live. It's called, Is Your Soul Thriving or Just Surviving? And Ooh. I'm really excited to release that because I want people to just create this awareness and expansion around how are you living your life? Are you just surviving every day? Are you just like, you know, getting through the week, getting through the day, paycheck to paycheck? Like, what is that? Or are you thriving and like expanding your awareness and like tapping into those conscious thoughts and doing those things. And that's what my coaching packages will be around. So I'm really excited to do that and, and get that going. And of course I do mediumship readings and soul readings too, which is on my website as well. And my podcast is called Spiritual Soul Discovery, where we talk about all things spiritual. And it's really for people who 
are spiritually curious and just want to know more about it and just like want to put their toes in the water and like hear more about it and see how it connects with them. And you never know. That's so great. I'm excited to see your quiz. There will be a link in the show notes to Joanna's website and Instagram and the quiz as well. And I think it would be great for you to connect. And yeah, I'm super excited that you were on here and we'll have to have you back to share some more spirit crumbs another time. Yes, I'm sure I'll have lots more. (laughs) Just keep coming. Yeah. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you so much, Joanna. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.